This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. A Jewish klezmer band was playing as people sprinted to safety, trying to avoid the shooter's gunfire. Police haven't identified a motive for the mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park yesterday. But the violence has sent shockwaves through Highland Park, a heavily Jewish suburb on Chicago's North Shore. We'll talk about how Highland Park's Jewish community is responding to yesterday's event. So joining us now is David Goldenberg, the Midwest Regional Director of the Anti-Defamation League and a Highland Park resident. Hi, David. Hi there. How are you? Doing well. So glad you're okay. Also with Thank us you. is uh, Rabbi Evan Moffick from the macomb Salel Lakeside Congregation in Highland Park. Hi, Rabbi. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Sasha. Wonderful to be on. David, as a Highland Park resident uh, who was there at the parade, I wonder how you're processing everything. Yeah, I, I, I think that everyone in the community is processing in a lot of different ways, right? Um, I have three young kids who are processing each of them in their own way, and me and my wife, and, and struggling as a, in, in to try to break sense to what occurred yesterday. Um, and, and I think that uh, it's, it's certainly concerning, and um, <laughs> to say the very least. And and I think what we're what we're finding is just the importance of listening to each other and validating feelings, right? And how people are feeling and the anxiety and the anger and the sadness and the concern. All of them are natural and understandable and reasonable. And trying to at least reinforce with one another and our kids that um, how you're feeling is okay. And I'm not a social worker or a psychologist or anything like that, other than just trying to be, um, trying to be there for, for one another. Yeah, it sure does produce a a mixed bag of feelings. Rabbi, what are you hearing from congregants? Oh, so much. Um, I had many, probably at least a hundred people in my synagogue who were there yesterday. And, um, I just spoke with somebody who was grazed by a bullet and, um, uh, she's doing okay, but the, the the feeling I get was one of just total fear. Like people were scared uh, and just kind of in shock. Uh, but also the the support that people gave to one another. It's truly amazing. Just the the, the responses people gave, the the helping others out, the bringing people. I mean, someone I know just got a a, a stranger pulled up and took them to the hospital because they saw they were bleeding. Uh, so truly, just both shock, but also. I'm incredibly amazed by the strength of our community. Yeah, I'm hearing of folks who ran to, you know, nearby homes and just knocked and said, can we come in? There's a shooting has just happened. It's truly amazing. I think that shows the strength of the community. And also, I mean, this was such a shock. I mean, for something like this to happen, I mean, it can happen anywhere. But, you know, people out enjoying small town Fourth of July parade. Um, and it really was was truly traumatic. And that's that's the feeling I'm getting now from people I'm talking to. It's there's a sense of trauma. Uh, even you know most of them weren't hurt, but just experiencing that. In fact, the the doctor that delivered my own baby delivered the the baby of the babies of a lot of people in my synagogue was mm-hmm. there, and he said this is something that no person should ever have to experience, and yet hundreds and hundreds of people did. David, this this isn't the first attack that Highland Park has seen this year. Uh, in April, uh, anti-Semitic flyers were, were put up around the city uh, on the Holocaust Day of uh, Remembrance. Why are these hateful acts happening now? Well, let me let me take a step back first and just say 
there's no connection between the two. Um, I mean, none that we've seen. Um, and, and that we have been studying this individual since, um, since his identity was made known. And there is a wealth of things about him online um, mm-hmm. and other places, but we've not seen any linkages. We've not seen um, him spreading anti-Semitic narratives or tropes or anything like that. So you're saying yesterday's attack was not anti-Semitic, as far as you know? Our our initial initial assessment and what we've seen so far is that um, we have not seen the spread of anti-Semitic tropes that we have seen from other shooters that have very clearly targeted the Jewish community. And so um, I, I think it's really important um, you know, there's more to learn about this individual and what this individual's motives are. Um, and it could, you know, at some point show that show something otherwise. But with what we've seen so far, um, we haven't seen those direct linkages. Rabbi, this um, this terrible violence occurred at an event where there were families with children out and coming together and celebrating and I wonder what you think that says about where we are as a country right now. You you can't go to a Fourth of July parade anymore. Yeah, it it speaks really sadly about where we are as a country. I mean, I we've had so many horrors the past couple of years and and difficulties, and I think it just reminds us of how vulnerable we are. And I think about you know I spent a year in Israel uh, as part of my rabbinical training. And you see everywhere there's an awareness of security, um, metal detectors, guards, and I'm afraid we're we're kind of heading in that direction. I mean, every time you go out in public, there's some sense of risk, uh, but the, the the awareness of that risk is growing tremendously, uh, and it is it's it's almost unimaginable in a, in, in Highland Park that that this could happen. What do you think, David? Where are we as a country right now? If if this is our I, I this mean, is look, our reality. Yeah. Look at it at ADL we often talk about the normalization of fear or of hate, excuse mm-hmm. me, the normalization of hate. Mm-hmm. And um what I fear is this normalization of these mass shootings and um the trauma and and the um the anxiety that comes along with it and, and just that you know, can you go to a grocery store? Can you go to a house of worship? Can you go to a Fourth of July parade? Um, and I, we can't become numb to the impact, and it can't just affect those in the community that were affected. And so, when I we think about mass shootings, um, whether it be carried out by someone who is an extremist or someone who just carries it out. Um, the impact on the community is is ultimately what matters most. And and as the rabbi was talking about, not only people in the moment yesterday helping one another, but I mean there are there are social workers, there are physicians, there are psychologists, there are others who are donating their time and their energy today and throughout this week and beyond to support one another in the community. And the notes and the love that folks have shown, I mean, my my family went, uh, my kids and my wife went and stayed at a house of somebody who was near the park and mm-hmm. um, who we know from synagogue, but not people necessarily who we spend time with, but they said, no, come into our home, right? And that's what people did yesterday, and, and that's continuing today and will continue in this 
Yeah. You know, Highland Park's got one of the lowest crime rates in the country for its size. What does the shooting do to your sense of safety, David, and the rest of the community? It's impossible to for it to not affect that sense. Um, Were you locking doors before this? Yeah, I, I, I think people are locking doors. I think people will be locking doors a lot more. But I also think that people will probably come closer to their neighbors because of this. Um, and and that's an important an important thing. I mean, this is a real tight knit community. I think, as the rabbi was saying, I mean, it, it'll be it's impossible to find anyone in this community who wasn't affected and is not experiencing trauma in some way today because of what happened yesterday. And how we speak out and how we, frankly, show up for one another is is just so important. I mean, nine days ago, ten days ago, I sat at I participated in a in a rally regarding um, addressing gun violence um, in the aftermath of Uvalde with with Congressman Schneider and State Representative Morgan and other community members, moms demanding action, students demanding action in Highland Park. I mean, this is these are the values of our community. And and that's not going to change um, because of what happened yesterday. But in some cases, they may become even more emboldened. Yeah. Rabbi, do you feel safe in your community? I do. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I do feel safe. Um, and, of course, this, this affects our psyche, and it's always wise. I mean, we, we have many security measures at our synagogue um, and, you know, definitely lock the doors and so forth. But. I think we're all vulnerable. I think this is a reminder of, of our essential vulnerability. And as, as David pointed out, the need to lean on neighbors and to be there for one another. I mean, that's what ultimately makes a community strong. It's not, I mean, we live in a beautiful community, but it's the people, it's the support, it's, it's people being there for one another. And I do think that is, is an incredible attribute um, of Highland Park. Uh, you know, I'm seeing many of my congregants on Facebook putting up, you know, uh, HP Strong, um, profile pictures. I mean, there's a real sense of pride in community. I mean, there always has been, but I think this is even more so. It's, and, and I think that, that that speaks to the strength, and I do. I mean, I think, I think we're safe, um, and I think, you know, our, our, our law enforcement were absolutely incredible, yeah. uh, and our people are incredible. So that's what ultimately keeps us safe. How's the Jewish community doing? I know one of the victims of the shooting was a member uh, an employee at a, at a Jewish synagogue, right? Yeah, yeah, a neighboring synagogue. And um, it, it, I think, you know, Highland Park is, is a very strong, large Jewish community. There are lots of synagogues, um, and, and I do think we feel vulnerable. I mean, we felt vulnerable. I still remember, you know, I was in the middle of a bar mitzvah uh, four years ago, and my phone started, you know, beeping, beeping, beeping because— uh, of what happened in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so since that time, I mean, even before them, but since that time, we've really ramped up security. But I think this just reminds us even more of how vulnerable we are. And we just do everything we can to to protect ourselves while continuing to make everyone feel welcome. Uh, and and that, that's a big challenge, um, but we're trying to do it as compassionately and, and, and thoughtfully. And, you know, groups like the ADL and, and, and uh, others are out there helping us. Yeah. But we're really trying to to, to be both welcoming and safe. Just a few seconds left here, David. Any words that you can share with listeners who are maybe feeling yeah. fear or despair right now? Yeah, I would. I would say this. I think that there, while there may be anxiety, additional anxiety in the Jewish community that we felt for for many years now, 
Um, I, I think today, the day after yesterday, what occurred yesterday, I don't know if necessarily members of the Jewish community are feeling any different than anybody else in our community. And that is um, our community was attacked yesterday. Yeah. And it really is important to be there for one another right now, to be there for our kids, for our family members, to support one another um, as we all try to process it. And I'm mm. looking here, you know, people are out walking again. I mean, yesterday was eerie because yeah. no one was out, right? Not mm. just because of the 4th of July, but like on any Sunday or Monday, excuse me, people are out walking. They're together with one another. They're yeah. with their neighbors. Well, that's that's and, good. A, a good turn um, of events. We'll have to leave it there. David Goldenberg yeah. and Rabbi Evan Moffick. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.